Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Alt Centrism Central podcast. Today, it might be a little bit different. Uh, this might be a little bit of a shorter episode, but it's one that we've uh, been wanting to do for a little while. Uh, today, our topic is going to be centrism. Love it or hate it, that's our topic today. Uh, with us, we have a brand new co-host rising up in the ranks. Um, Ellie, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure, thanks. So, I'm Ellie. I'm a anarcho-unity person, black flag anarchist, basically, with a little bit of a concentration in anarcho-capitalism. I have a very big focus on politics and culture, which is why I love being here on this podcast. Thank you very much. Uh, she's also a former reporter for 71 Republic, uh, as well as Peyton, our other co-host, also is here today. Hello. And of course you have me, the other co-host. I'm me. Uh, so let's, let's get right into it, shall we? So, centrism is a really interesting subject for me, I think. I find that in a lot of political spaces, there are two positions that centrists or people who identify as centrists are kind of sorted into. They're the people who don't really care about politics and the people who have a political position, but who call themselves centrists for another reason. I think that kind of dichotomy is really interesting. I'd like to talk about that first. What are your thoughts on that? Joe, I know you actually identify as a centrist. So, would you like to talk about that? Sure. Um, in terms of left-right, I'm, I'm certainly a centrist, or at the very least, a moderate. Um, in terms of authoritarian libertarian, though, there's no question about that. I am very much skewed libertarian. Um, so you, you said that there are people who pretend to be centrists for other reasons, and people who don't really care, and... Uh, those are the two so types of centrist. Presented. Okay, that's how it's presented. Um, there are definitely some people I've noticed who like to claim they are centrist uh, out of ego. They like to say that they're wiser than everybody else. Um, and then there are definitely some trolls. Um, I, I do know that there are a few genuine centrists, but they usually don't label themselves as such. You usually just end up figuring that out by talking with them. Uh, but something you mentioned a little bit, the people who pretend to be centrist or don't really care about politics, that's that's something that actually kind of interests me a little bit about centrism. It's it's the the part about centrism that everybody seems to hate. And there's there's a lot of hate for centrism. Uh, so, but as, as an insider looking in, I might have a different perspective on it. So I kind of want to hear from you guys uh, what what you guys think people hate about centrism? Peyton, what are your thoughts? Um, so, people will be very interested and may have picked up on from watching U.S. podcasts. I am not a centrist by any means. Um, I am pretty much the antithesis of a centrist. I consider myself an extreme um, dude. But the reason uh, why I'm a co-host the Alt Centrism Central Podcast, why we call it Alt Centrism Central Podcast, is not because even we are genuine centrists, even though Joe 
largely is on a lot of it, other than when it comes mostly to balance between the libertarian scale, uh, is more because the word centrism invokes a lot of feelings. Um, I find from people who are more on my end, who are uh, either self-labeled extremists or are extremists in the sense that they are very far to the left, very far into their ideology, uh, have a huge disdain for centrists because it's usually associated with principles, uh, lacking principles, and, and just, just kind of choosing the compromise. You know, it, people you, like myself tend to uh, see compromise as a bad thing. You make an interesting point there. Uh, basically, what, what I what I heard from that is that because centrists like to compromise or say validate both sides, people with radical views might not like that because it validates their opposition, which they completely disagree with. Now, I can see I can see that's why people might hate centrism, but I guess what I was what I was getting at a little bit more is kind of the, the meme of it, that centrists kind of sit on the fence posts and don't really have any true opinions. Not that they don't really uh, care per se, uh, but that they are ridiculed because they do not they take opinions. Well. Right, exactly. Um, what, what are your thoughts on, on those kind of people, guys? Or do yeah, you think I'm, it's even, or do you think it's even like an accurate uh, representation? Yeah, I, I think it's a somewhat accurate representation for some people. I mean, uh, what I was going to get at, too, is that there's not every centrist, though, uh, what I can recognize, but many people are like me in thought cannot recognize is that not all centrists are like Joe, you're a great of um, where it's not just middle of the roading, it's that their principles happen to take them this way. And you know, I can respect that. As long as they're principled, I can respect that. There are definitely fence sitters call themselves centrists um, because it makes them think they're enlightened, which is really where we get the name podcast and the meme around it is this the meme of the old alt-centered lightens alt-centrist person who you know thinks they're above everyone else intellectually because they're not partisan they don't choose a side they have the rational ground um and that's a big reason why we named the podcast after that is because we wanted to take a more enlightened if you will, approach to examining both sides, to uh, really getting down issues, and and seeing what it's all about. You know. Mm-hmm. I think the most interesting issue that has let this misrepresentation, I would call, of centrist persist, is a misunderstanding of what centrism is. I think a lot of people see centrism as people who are just middle grounding like oh the left and the right are both correct on the same issue at the same time or compromising on the same issue but i heard this person i think it was a youtuber i can't remember who said it but um he was talking about that he says centrism is 
taking many positions from each side of the political spectrum that evens out to sort of being a centrist. So you may be pro-life, but also have fairly socialist views on economics or something like that. And so you consider yourself to be a centrist because you don't perfectly line up on the political compass, for example, with either side. I think that would be a more interesting definition to focus on rather than, well, only only abort half the babies, that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's pretty true, and I, I think actually, though, that view of centrism has also led to where being a libertarian, at least in the sense of big L, um, are centrists because, because uh, as Gary Johnson puts it, socially liberal and fiscally conservative really doesn't say anything ideology. But some people actually identify that way. You could say they're centrist because they're half and half. And even the opposite, where you're socially conservative, fiscally liberal, which does exist, they're Carlson. Um, but, you know, even them, people will say they are center. Um, it's a really, really, the definition of centrism. But uh, I think the majority of people see it as sin. Well, that, that's quite an interesting point, um, that the outliers may want to call themselves centrist because even if their beliefs even out and place them somewhere on the compass, they don't really identify with other people who are generally found around that same area, uh, which is kind of something that I was going to mention whenever we got around to talking about our brand of alt-centrism. Uh, but that's another, another great way to look at centrism, I think. I think an important uh, acknowledgement is that a lot of people, I wouldn't necessarily call them fake centrist, but there are people who have a clear political leaning, like people who are definitely on the right or definitely on the left, who call themselves centrists out of a disdain for the culture of that specific community. I, I think in 2017, called myself a centrist because I, I, I was a like liberal leftist Bernie person and I was dissatisfied with mostly feminism so I was like well I don't agree with this so I must not be a leftist I must not be part of this crowd so I guess I'm a centrist which looking back now is kind of silly because I wasn't actually a centrist politically. I think an element of like social pressure in politics would be really interesting to think about in the context of centrism. Well, speaking of political party itself, um, if you look at voter registration, uh, um, most people are actually a Republican are actually what? party. Leaving in mass the Republican and Democratic Party, you registered as either. Um, most of them are becoming independents, and the only political party, if I'm aware, that actually has a growth in membership again is the Libertarian Party, which has um, since 2016 been characterized as the 
socially liberal, fiscally conservative, which a lot of people ascribe as being centric. Um, so I think, I think there is that social pressure, especially in our era of where, um, even if it isn't actually hyper-partisan, because I, I'm sort of skeptical of being hyper-partisan, because plenty of times in U.S. history we've had simple partisanship, um, but in this era of where we're told it's a hyper-partisan era and that you need to pick a side, I feel like a lot of people have a pressure because they don't like culture of their sides, uh, just completely ignore them. I, I do kind of want to... Independent or centrist, which I think have become... Yeah, uh, I do kind of want to touch on that, uh, uh, on those, on the topic of those centrists who identify as centrist because of social pressures. Uh, the the way that you described yourself in 2017, Ellie, uh, was really interesting to me, because when you think about it, it by identifying as a centrist because you despise a certain type of culture you're still identifying with that culture. You're just identifying with the counterculture or the inverse culture. And that is something that our brand philosophy of alt-centrism is staunchly against this idea of tribalism or picking sides. It's not that we despise opinions, not at all, but it's that we don't like it when people take sides on things. And what I mean by that is if you ever look at partisanship, you will gen I'm sure that uh, you, Peyton Ellie, um, you guys know people in your lives who do not really think for themselves. They uh, just go with whatever their party says. You know, so somebody who is, uh, what's the word I want to I use here? a hack or say like a sheep, you know, somebody who just follows whatever the general trend is. And that is not productive whatsoever. Um, so, so really, you know, what alt centrism really comes down to is a rejection of, of tribalism, I think, uh, which like I said earlier, means that alt centrists can find themselves all over the political compass. That, that's that's really about it if you have opinions fine great but don't don't identify with sides because there there's a you know, this has been documented in, in science too with uh, you know studies of uh, sports psychology and things like that uh, there's a part of our brains that likes to identify with groups of people it, it's 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 a survival trait actually but what happens there, uh, like as Peyton mentioned, is, is hyper-partisanship, and we, we lose our way. We become loyal to a group or an identity instead of loyal to our principles, and that will be the downfall of society, and it has been in the past, I, I think. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think. I think it's interesting, your stance on sort of the alt-centrism idea that it's it's a mindset not to be cliche but it's a mindset 
at, rather than a real political affiliation, which I think, I don't actually know what I think about that. I think it's, I think it's a good way to organize people actually. But I do think it would have the issue of creating a secondary tribalistic nature, which I don't necessarily think is a terrible thing. However, I think it's something to consider. Yes, I, I kind of see what you're getting at. And I, I've thought about that too. You know, kind of like, um, you know, once, once you've de developed this mindset, now you're only in it because it is the mindset. It is the idea that you've committed yourself to. Uh, and that's, that's difficult, uh, to be honest. Sometimes it is difficult when you're thinking about certain issues, you're evaluating some of the different positions people have, and you think to yourself, well, am I being that guy who's sitting on the fence or am I, you know, am, am I only you know, doing this because I'm an alt centrist or whatever? Um, and, and it is difficult, but you, you kind of have to have that um self-reflection part of you to kind of be aware if you are if you're not thinking about things in depth and in context and you're just going with what um what what the group goes with it, it is difficult and it's not something it, it's not easy for sure I, I totally get what you're saying there i think the definition of centrism that we've kind of gathered here isn't congruent to what the average person would think of as centrism, or even what I think the average centrist would think of as centrism. Is that necessarily effective to the quote-unquote cause? Um, what, what, what cause are you referring to? the cause of why I gather the cause of all centrism is is to inspire in people a a desire to not be ideologically caged okay am I right in assuming that um yes to some degree you know the the reason uh I guess we started all centrism uh it, it, it's twofold really i mean i mean the, the the simple answer is well we were friends and we like to discuss about politics and you know nerd out about world issues and things that's just something that we enjoy um so that that's the easy answer to give but the the secondary answer the cause that you're speaking of to me the reason i started this is and i think everybody else sees it too you know sometimes you go online or you you pick up the newspaper and you look at the headlines and you just see the world going to shit and it when you go to somebody you know some, a friend or family member and you, you try to talk to them about this thing that that matters to you you might find a brick wall there because somebody disagrees with you this polarization you know we've attached politics to our identity and that an attack on our position on things is an attack on ourselves this increasing polarization that to me is is, is sad that's really sad and it, it it has the potential to not just be the downfall of our society 
but as many people have probably already experienced the end of our friendships you know uh being cut out cut off from their families i mean for god's sakes that that is tragic and so that that's that's the other reason that you refer to the cause that's the cause of all centrism is to realize that people can have different opinions but they're not tied they're they're not connected the ego the self that is not the idea right and we do not have to attack each other over what we believe in because when it comes down to it and I'm, you can disagree with this all you want that's fine with me but when it com comes down to it i think that we all want what's best for each other and i i don't think people realize that anymore and our society is crumbling we're we're going back and forth on twitter and, and blocking people and throwing insults around because of ideas that we have not because of who we are as a person and what we want to do for others but because we don't like the things that they have to say uh, that's the cause of all centrism for me i think that that's incredibly um wide-reaching goal i think there are a lot of people who agree with that and i think everyone's trying to get there to some extent and the reason why we can't is just because politics have become what you are it's it's no longer a thing you do it's a thing you are which i think can be both used for good and bad however i think when there's so much complacency in our world it's mostly used for bad because what else is the average person going to be able to do for their political cause than exile a family member voting isn't really effective you can't riot and get much done so you can exile someone which does nothing it does equally nothing in the end but it feels like you're doing something it's like oh i'm teaching you a lesson you voted for whoever that so x person that i don't like i i yeah i totally understand that um desperation. people want to feel like they matter and the things that they do and that they believe in make a difference um but i think we have to keep in mind that attacking each other it 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 brings us down it it defeats what your end goal is really it's um you know you think it's a means to the end you want but re it, what it really is is a means to an end like a, a literal like an end um it, it, i get it i i've been there uh i think we all have but i think we need to be we need to realize that we're, that we're all better than that we don't have to tear each other apart just because we disagree with each other i think I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on this, Peyton. You know, your, your, what was your passion driving goal, your cause um, for throwing your lot in with alt-centrism? I think, I think really it's that, honestly, I think the biggest thing for me when it comes to alt is that kind of a, what you said but honing in and more on a specific i think for a long time in this country uh 
we have seen talking about politics that have because it as you said it can ruin friendships well, that's really really unfortunate that that even happened but i think that happens because it isn't happening i don't i think i think it's because we see it as a taboo that politics has become so divisive and that people don't think about it so much that when they do mm -hmm. it just becomes divisive they get emotional about it yeah they have knee-jerk reaction and it destroys friendships it destroys relationships it destroys all kinds of Yep, and you touch you touch on another topic that's close to my heart. You know, of censorship. Basically, you know, when you suppress something, you make that thing very powerful. So, like you like you said, when we suppress the the discussion the uh, of of politics or philosophy or political philosophy, anything like that, it actually becomes more powerful. And it, it, it brings it closer to the ego, to the self, uh, and it makes it harder to separate idea from person. Um, you, you make a very good point there. Yeah, and uh, I think that's, I think that, I think pretty much everything currently on that thing. So, um, Ali, I, I would like to hear, you know, uh, Peyton and I have both spoken about it a little bit, uh, you know, your thoughts on centrism and alt-centrism. And, you know, I, I, I know that, that, you know, you, you said uh, before you identify as an anarchist uh, Unitarian or something like that. Um, so you, you can go ahead and talk about that if you want. And you, you don't have to support our, our idea of alt-centrism if, if you disagree with it. That's totally fine. But I, I would like to hear your thoughts on centrism and alt-centrism. I think for the average person involved in politics, the notion you two have of alt-centrism is incredibly productive. Like, it, if someone in your family is a Republican and you're a Democrat and you decide to annex them from your life, lives, that's a terrible decision. It's unnecessary as well. I think it even works for um, those at the bottom of the political spectrum or a political compass. Um, however, I think if we're granting any legitimacy to authoritarian ideologies, which I would necessarily do, but I understand that they exist in the world, that wouldn't be as applicable, but perhaps alt-centrism is a even more so valid idea because it doesn't allow for authoritarian ideologies to be present. Um... I disagree with the notion. It doesn't. I I so I, I see what you're trying to say. You, you know, all, all of us here are, are very much anti-authoritarian, but I I don't think that alt centrism would necessarily reject somebody who has author, authoritarian views, unless unless their intentions are not for the benefit of people. Um, exactly. 
I, I so, of course, we see it as the outcome uh, is definitely going to be detrimental to people. But I, I think people have a hard time getting past, um, you know, their, their view of things when we encounter somebody who, uh, who disagrees with us. And oftentimes, I think that they really do have good intentions to help people. And if we can start there, if we can start at that common level of, uh, of something that we agree on, I think we, we may find that there is some room for authoritarians, at least to engage with them and, and talk with them. Um, I, I don't think that we need to remove them completely. Um, but that, that, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't make it, um, yeah, anyway, um, I, I, I see your point. It, they are, they are, they are certainly the hardest ones to engage with, uh, but I, I still think it's possible. Yeah. I think there are certainly degrees. I think this, I doubt that any situation can be solved. In fact, I'm fairly sure I know no situation can be solved by being, by sinking down to someone else's level and treating them in the way that you see them treating you. Mm -hmm. I think that is a terrible political strategy. On, on my and Peyton's political account on Instagram, um, there was this guy, he, uh, I'm fairly certain he was a troll, but I'm one of those people who can't tell what trolling is and what isn't. We all struggle sometimes, you know, it's the internet, you're just reading text, there, there's no, like, vocal cues or anything. Yeah, he yeah, was... He was... <laughs> yeah, sorry, was, I'll, I'll let her go. He was a, uh, astrologist, socialist national socialist who is an astrologist national socialist who called me a pirate from Pluto a Jew pirate from Pluto mm -hmm. because of libertarianism so I'm I'm leaning that he's a troll but he was he was mentioning real books which I assume he was fairly, he was fairly convincing if he was a troll Huh. Like, he must have done a If he was a troll, he'd done a lot of research. He was mentioning books that actually existed, which I assume real people have read. So, and, some of them were authored by Hitler. Yeah. Um. So, with those types of people, people who, if their ideas were put into action, would objectively be a threat to most people's lives, I would consider whether or not the philosophy of alt-centrism would be productively used on them. Uh, so, I, I, I see what you're saying, but I, I would like to suggest that the philosophy of alt-centrism is not something that you really use on others it's it's yeah. more of something that you use on yourself yes um use with them i should okay say. 
But yeah, that that guy sounds weird. I mean, who actually believes in astrology of all things? I mean, come on. Well, I go to an arts show. There are plenty of people who believe in astrology. Okay. All right. You know, to each their own. Uh, and we apologize if you legitimately astrology. Um, we will be linking mental health description for it. Uh, you know, astrology you is just racism for women. <laughs> okay, I don't know about that. I think maybe just racism for men. Anyway, um, is there anything else that we want to discuss, or do we want to move to closing statements? Hmm. All right. I uh, okay, I guess we can go to closing statements. Well, if you had something. Yeah, I, I don't. Okay. Um, I'll let you guys go then. Go ahead. Whoever wants to go first. And don't worry, cause like oh. all, all the all the parts where there are like silence, I can I can easily cut that out. Alright, thank you. Alt centrism is a distinct philosophy from what the average politically involved person would call centrism. And I think that's one of the places where its advantages lie. It's a way to let people come together aside from their politics, but also in an, in an environment where they can discuss it freely without relationships being harmed, which I think is incredibly productive. And that is divergent from what I think I would call political as opposed to philosophical centrism, which can be a minefield of people who don't take stances or who are explicitly politically aligned but are out of favor with a certain culture within that political alignment or a number of other things that create more division while alt-centrism tries to suit that. Yeah, very well said. Thank you. Peyton? I think that uh, the main and company interesting point here is that the word centrism can be very confusing. Words and political philosophy tend to. Um, but I think when it comes down to it, um, centrism and by extension also is less about the middle of the road, the having a political idea, as it's uh, taking into account different points of view, about giving each side a fair chance, and from it developing your own developing your ideology further and by by proxy growing growing that's what I you cut out just a little bit there at the end um yeah essentially what I was saying is 
grow. Okay. From, uh, yeah, well put. So, um, you know, th this episode was uh, certainly a little bit shorter than the usual, but that's okay. Uh, we'd like to start making things a little bit shorter, a little bit easier to digest. Um, but anyway, uh, so some closing thoughts that I have. Uh, let me start off by saying this. I, I think that to be human is to err. I'm sure many of you have, have heard that expression before. Uh, you, we make mistakes as humans. So I, I, would, I would implore everybody listening to think that, you know, you're human too. You can make mistakes. I've made plenty of mistakes. Uh, I've had ideas that that I now think were were wrong or not productive or what have you. Um, but to really understand that and to to accept that, to accept that somebody who you disagree with, they might be wrong, or you might be wrong, or maybe both of you are wrong. You know, that's, that's something that I think centrism takes into account to some degree, even if it's the guy who sits on a fence, but that doesn't make them the end-all be-all wisest. You know, uh, as uh, Socrates said, you know, um, uh, well, what did he say? To, uh, what do we really know? We know nothing, something like that. So, so to pretend that, that we're wise is, is, I think, kind of foolish. So when it comes down to it, uh, I would implore everybody to uh, just accept that people make mistakes, and and really that's that's about it. If we can separate the idea uh, from the ego, the idea from the self, if we can make politics something less taboo, if we can take away that power of censorship, then we can stop this polarization and we can really get to the heart of the issues and be productive we can recognize that somebody who you disagree with somebody who you would never ever want to be in a position of power if we can recognize that they might want the same thing that you want the end result being good good things for everybody then i think that we can really start making a difference we can stop looking at the news and shaking our heads and having this feeling in our gut, knowing that the world is going to shit. If we can accept that there is hope for people, if we can separate ideology from self, then I, I, I really do think that we can, that we can fix just about anything we put our minds to. Of course, it's not going to be easy and you know, people are always going to disagree that's fine um, but if we can if we can really do if we can really do that if we can see that we all want the best for each other then I, then I think that um, the world would be a much better place and that that's really all all centrism is to me um, you know whether whether it's Ellie who's uh, an anarchist or Peyton, who is sometimes all over the place. I mean, heck, he used to be a communist. I think he said that on the podcast before. Yeah, that look, was look at us though. We're vibing. We're chilling, as the youth say, right? Uh, 
we can get past our differences, people. It takes some time. It takes some effort. You have to work on yourself, I think. And just know that, you know, you don't have all the answers. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I certainly don't have all the answers. You know, there, there are lots of things that I don't know. What the hell are we going to do about this new situation with Iran? No clue right now. Okay. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's about it. Uh, sorry for my, my rant there, but, um, I, I think we really need to accept that to be human is the air and we need to accept that and we can use that to make ourselves better and then by extension make the world a better place that being said you know thank you for listening um this is not intended to be like a, a channel trailer or anything like that this is a normal podcast episode but thank you for listening and have a great night